0: I've learned to plan for success. Um, that way, I'm prepared. I know the steps that need to be taken, and I'm not, you know, spinning my wheels of playing catch up. But I also surrender to the fact that if it's if it's not successful in the way that I think, it's not a failure.
1: Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikolay Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, babies, all you beautiful beings. That's what that stands for, BB, beautiful beings. (laughs) welcome 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 to another episode i'm really not going to do a long intro because this episode is so juicy um first off happy first of the month april feels so good okay so good so good so good april feels good april feels fresh and new and most of all abundant okay Big A, and the A stand for abundant. I told y'all for the month of April, we were going to be digging into this shmoney, okay? So get with it, because it is your divine birthright to be healthy, wealthy, and happy. And you know, wealthy looks different for everyone, just like success looks different for everyone, and even abundance. But you have to tap into yourself and ask that important question. What does it look like for me? Okay, so Ashe, Amun, Amin, Amen, all the A's. Um, Sidebar, I just noticed not only is it the first of the month, it's also the 11th episode. So for me, that's 111, a whole lot of ones. So like 111, 1111, ones in general, just very special numbers for me. And I've been catching all the 111s and 1111s, AM and PM, okay, from AM to PM. Mm -hmm. um i was looking at some shoes yesterday online and the number of reviews was would be like 1114 or 111 you know 111 so i know my guides my angels are wanting me to know that i am divinely guided directed and protected okay yes um So, in today's episode, I sat down with an old friend of mine, Miss Taisha Nicole. We actually went to college together, and I met her through a mutual friend at the time, and we just kind of clicked right away. She's super real, so down to earth. Um, So, fun fact, we went to Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia. Uh, Go Big Blue, go Eagles, all of that. And so, she ended up graduating before me and moved to Savannah, savannah georgia which is about 45 minutes from statesboro and so later on that summer i got um a job working at the mall in savannah at victoria's secret um trying to get some extra coins and taisha will let me crash at her place on the weekends because i had this uh like saturday sunday shift where i had to be at work at 8 30 in the morning and i just never forgot that and really just grateful to this day that she was so willing and open to me crashing her place whenever I needed to you know she she was just so inviting (laughs) you know whenever I needed to she was like no girl if you ever need a place to stay just let me know you're more than welcome so fast forward to this year not too long ago actually maybe like a couple of months ago I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that she had started a business and I was like okay that's what's up I go to the website and I was just blown away. First off, I love aesthetics. Her website was beautiful, and the fact that she uses all natural ingredients. Um, and so that day she was she was like listing off um, different ingredients and their benefits. And so I DM'd her just to congratulate her, to let her know I was proud of her because um, I could just see her passion just radiating through her content and. I just knew something in my spirit was like, we got to get her on the podcast. So, you know, for me, I was really just curious as to how all this started, her process, her journey, all that. And so that's exactly what we discussed in this episode. And, and I know this is going to be super inspiring and expansive for all my new business owners out there, okay, and future business owners. Tasha's story really shows you how important it is to follow the breadcrumbs in your life, to follow your authentic path, to really listen to your guidance and to trust that everything that's going on in your life has the capacity to set you up for success and abundance, okay? Even the dark days when you're just like, what the fuck do I do now? Or where do I go next? Or or, when do I move next? Or how, you know, where? Where? Those are the moments where you have to tap into yourself and tap into your peace, find your peace, tap into yourself, tap into your intuition, tap into source, the creator, God, whoever it is that you tap into and ground that shit all the way down until you get to the root, okay, the root, until you have an idea, a seed, something to be planted into the earth. And if you haven't listened to my episode on earth medicine and how to use earth energetics to tap into your abundance, please go listen to that first and then come back to this episode because Taisha's story really shows you how important it is to plant those ideas, those seeds, and to allow them to take root so they can grow and flourish. So this episode, she wishes busting through the scenes with just so much wisdom she had a lot of information to share a lot of guidance um and i was just sitting there taking it all in like i i didn't really have a lot to say because she was just throwing out gems left and right left and right left and right so i was just receiving all of the insight and so i hope you guys enjoy this interview as well with taisha nicole just want to start off saying thank you so much for joining me I'm so excited Excited to have you. I'm so excited to absolutely so excited to just talk to you. Um and just get all the 411 on your beautiful business. Yes. Um, so I I do like a little intro before, but definitely um if you wanna, you know. Share the people, tell the people who you are. Okay. What you're all about. Okay, everything. so
0: I am Tysha Nicole and I am the owner of MUNET Naturals. It's M-U-N-E-T-T-E Naturals. And so what I do is formulate all natural, uh, toxic-free skincare and hygiene products, um, specifically for um both adults and children. And um they're they're really specifically designed for people with skincare issues so severe acne hyperpigmentation eczema atopic dermatitis um and the reason why I did it that way first and foremost is because these those specific skincare conditions disproportionately affect people of color and it was really hard for me to find toxic free skincare products to address those issues and um if you If you focus on those things as the root issue, the byproduct of that is that the skin, the skincare products work for people with regular skin. So Mm. there was no need for me to do it the opposite way. And then the people like me who had conditions would have to have um, specific products made for them. If I started with people like us, then again, the byproduct of that is that anyone could use it and it would work for them as well, you know, and just maintaining healthy skin.
1: Wow. Yeah. No. That's really um, genius, <laughs> and also makes a lot of sense when not hearing you put it that way. Um, but I'm curious, like, what was the research process when you were first starting out? So m-
0: the reason why this the reason why this journey started was because when I became um, pregnant at 30, I had never suffered from um, acne as a child. I w- I've been mm-hmm. wearing makeup since I was. Well, and I say legally, meaning I was allowed to wear makeup at six, but -hmm. I had been practicing in my room since 13, you know, so I've always been into makeup. It just was super creative and I I liked it, Um, but I never had skin issues. I suffered from eczema as a kid, you know, from about nine to 12, and that uh, was on my body. And we never, Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't diagnosed as eczema until the last two years. So I went years without, with us just thinking it was a heat rash. Um, My Mm flare-ups would happen in the summer, ironically, and not the winter time, because again, it's a dry skin issue. So in the summer, we, we, I wasn't moisturizing as much. And that's why my Mm flare-ups would happen during that time of year. But um, we didn't know what it was, you know, we had, it was self-diagnosed. And of course, you know, we put a bunch of labels on it, but, um, I grew out of it and I went all these years without issues. And as soon as I got pregnant, my skin blew up. It was a reaction to all the extra hormones. Um, and Mm. I started suffering from cystic acne, meaning they were, excuse me, the acne was painful. It was under the skin. I couldn't get, by the time I got one flare up under control, I was dealing with the scars from that flare up. And then another one would happen.
1: Mm, I had severe
0: hyperpigmentation um, due to the pregnancy as well. So I was literally three to four shades darker all over my body from my head to my toes. Wow. Yes. I'm sorry. Excuse me. And it was, traumatic because, I mean, I'm already hormonal and emotional because I'm pregnant. On top of that, Mm -hmm. having this thing that I can't just run to the dermatologist and use whatever topical they give me, which was my mode of action. You know, something's wrong. You go to the doctor, you get a prescription, you use it. Well, Mm -hmm. because I was a new, as they say, crazy mom, I did what i knew to do which was go to the dermatologist of course first i went to my obgyn and she prescribed something and then gave me um a referral to a dermatologist and they prescribed something but because i was so concerned about what was in it because i was pregnant mm-hmm. that's where you my affliction made room for me so to speak as opposed to wow. my gift mm-hmm. because I literally started researching the ingredients that were in the prescriptions. And that's when I became obsessed with, this is carcinogens in a bottle. This is, you know what I mean? This leads to this, Mm -hmm. which leads to this. And so I started picking up Johnson & Johnson baby products. And I started picking up any kind of baby products. And then I was like, well, eczema can be hereditary. And I started picking up... um, eczema products that were marketed toward children. And I started over the back and reading the ingredients. First and foremost, we are not taught, but some of us learn how to read nutrition labels, but never Mm -hmm. really knowing how to read product labels. So I realized then that they could advertise this as a shea butter lotion, but if shea butter is at the end of it, that means that it has a less than a 1% content, you know? So I had to Mm. learn how to read product labels then I started researching actual ingredients and realizing that I'm not comfortable washing myself in this, let alone my kid. And that's wow. when I started like scrambling, looking for community, um, for pe- other people who were making products and just to throw ideas around. And um mm-hmm what I found was that there was a lot of discussion behind it. I did find a lot of material um, and a good starting point, but that's how I kind of fell forward into a business. It wasn't, I was Mm -hmm. really honestly just looking for um, maybe like a blog or, you know, like a, a community mm-hmm. of um, African American people that were making their own products because that's what I was going to do. I was just going to protect me and my family, and that was going to be the extent of, you know, what I did. So that's how it started. <laughs> it's not where wow. we are today, but that's wow. how
1: it right. And so, what did that journey look like from from the idea to? I guess, where you are now, like, what have you learned? What have been your biggest lessons, Um, your biggest points of growth, you know?
0: Um, well, well, to speak to the journey first, as I started making products and people started seeing, you know, of course I was clearing up my skin. So I was more Mm -hmm. than willing to be like, look at this before picture and look at, you know, this, Mm -hmm. I was, um, people would make comments about um my son's skin and they would say oh jacob his, his skin is so smooth and i'd be like you know how do you keep it because at you know by this time he's one two falling down you know he's in daycare mm-hmm. and i would let them know like well he's never unless he used it at nana's house or yes. you know his mm-hmm. you know cousins um i've never used any lotion or body wash on him i kind of make them in house and people would be like really I'd be like, yeah. And they're like, well, can I try it? My son is getting this, or my son is getting that, or I have this, or my mother has that. And so I would, it really started just referral based. And then people would say, I'm suffering from this. And if it wasn't something that I was familiar with, I would research and then formulate a product for them. And, um, and I actually still offer that service now because I want, to do other things than than my collections and my product line. So I welcome Mm -hmm. people to like email me or DM me. Like I need to do a better job of that. But I would love for people to just be like, let me make something that I don't normally make. But when I started doing that, um, the elders (laughs) were not comfortable Mm -hmm. with uh, COD. Cash on delivery was not going to work. And well, I wasn't comfortable with it, meaning I didn't want to spend the money up front to make the product and then have the person ghost me. So I wasn't comfortable with COD, but the elders weren't comfortable with like say a cash app or a PayPal. So the website, the formulation of the website and everything was really out of necessity. But what's even crazier is I started this company when I was, I, I got this LLC when I was 24 years old and never did stop it. it. Stop yeah like it. never so I just continued when that when when we crossed that bridge I used a company that I had started uh 10 years prior <laughs> um that I had never done anything with and so that is really really awesome in that way you know so I had already got right. the name in the LLC so I just went from there and I got a website and um the first year was struggle bus as any business owner I you know I had to figure out my vendors uh, I struggled with price point because I struggled with um confidence issues you know I had mm-hmm. gotten my degree in criminal justice so I struggled with thinking that people would um to be I struggled with feeling validated in this space um putting myself mm-hmm. up against um you know other brands that were in major retailers and who's gonna buy mine so my price point struggled which in turn caused me to struggle to stay afloat you know because i wasn't priced adequately based off of the the rich and organic ingredients that i that i was using you know i couldn't put it out at mass and that caused me to have to make each product on um, order and I was parenting single at the time and working full time out of the home. So imagine getting a couple of orders and having to make those at that time because I couldn't afford to to produce in mass. Um, so I really struggled at the beginning and almost thought about um, just kind of just kind of reducing it to a, a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Um, several times because it just didn't seem sustainable with the way it wasn't sustainable with the way that I was doing it and although I didn't have a background in entrepreneurship uh it didn't work on paper (laughs) even it was simple math Mm -hmm. you know and and even if I could have um convinced myself to continue to make products in that way I was scrambling for time because if I got three orders I had to make those three orders you know what I mean and get it out in an time. so I really struggled that first year, and uh, I will tell you that that moves me into like what I've learned is that um, I had also started therapy at that time, and I had therapy uh, gave me the permission to price to to number one, price accordingly.
1: Um, Come on, price accordingly. It accordingly,
0: um, it gave me the confidence to understand that, um, up until that point, when I launched, I had been doing this for five years or excuse me, four, four years. Wow. My son was four. Cause he's six now. And we've only been in business two years. And so I had been making products, not just for myself and my family, but for other people and all that research, you know, all of that research that I've done mm-hmm. in those four years, um, going to consistent therapy allowed me the um the confidence to really know that you know you um this is your craft and this is you are mastering it um i i now can speak and say i'm a master at this but at the time i was like you are mastering it you know the, the, the mantras the but um entrepreneurship is a is a mindset thing also especially when you yeah. don't have a blueprint for it so i really 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 got to give a, a lot of credit to not only my god for keeping me you know afloat and giving me enough of a sound mind to know where to go get help and my therapist <laughs> because mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. between those two things i was able you know it was one one foot in front of the other and i just kept you know increasing my knowledge base increasing my capacity for who I was becoming, as opposed to continuing Mm -hmm. to evaluate myself based on who I had been historically in the past, meaning, you know, I was on this corporate trajectory. I was studying for law school prior to Mm -hmm. really um, throwing myself into this. Uh, So, you know, I had to, there had to be a death of some sorts, you know, I had to mourn the life that I thought I was going to and how this yeah. how I thought this was gonna look, and really be open to the possibilities. And I I will tell you, while this may have started off as a blog, um, by doing those two things and holding on to my faith and giving my company, you know, to God, so to speak, in a certain way, and taking responsibility and accountability through therapy for wanting to be better mm-hmm. and want it to be better. Um it literally allowed me to, my vision increased. So then I could start dreaming and visioning what I wanted for the company because I didn't think I was worthy at the beginning.
1: So I couldn't, mm.
0: I couldn't see it, you know? So I yeah. started to be able to actually dream what I wanted this thing to be. Um, and it's coming together, And you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it really is, so... I, I, I'd have to say, shoot, God in therapy.
1: (laughs) Like, but you know, it's so interesting to hear you, to hear your your progression, because I know in the moment, it was probably like, you know, shaky ground trying to figure it out, but to hear it all play out, (laughs) (laughs) to hear it all play out just now with everything that you just, you know, said, it really shows me how, much you were actually in alignment with your purpose and your calling. In the beginning,
0: I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I thought I was because, again, I had never been, I had never um, given myself the grace enough to be creative because I mm. had a trajectory that was college, good job, stability. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I had never given myself grace enough to fail at anything. It just wasn't an option. And now that, and because mm. the business, I had nothing to lose when I started the business. I was so, my life was starting over in every capacity. I had just become um, a single parent. I had just moved. I had just started a new job. So it was like, what the hell? If, if nobody buys, nobody buys. It's nothing, no sweat off my back. You know what I mean? I had, I, not only did I not plan for success, but I also couldn't see it for myself. Because I had Mm. this blueprint, so to speak, for my life. And nothing was going right on that end. And now all of a sudden, I'm trying to be creative. And it's like, girl, you don't have time for that. You got food, bills, you know, you don't have time to play, you know, so to speak.
1: Mm, 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 And I mm, couldn't even mm. see
0: this as a legitimate business. Because I had been so indoctr- indoctrinated that it was played to me, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Looking back, looking where mm-hmm. I am today, to think that it seems, and I, we were talking about this, nobody had to kick me because my self-talk was enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The way that I spoke over myself um, was detrimental enough. you know I I didn't need any external attacks so to speak I was doing a Mm -hmm. great job of having a self-defeatist attitude and that's again honey colonization and has done a number on us you know so um Mm -hmm. this comp this company has allowed me to feel childlike in my faith
1: and that's I wanted to bring that up yeah
0: not only am I childlike in my faith, but I'm childlike when it comes to like doing something new. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm launching Mm -hmm. a new collection and it's like, I'm giddy about it and it feels fun. And I'm like, not only do I know it's going to be successful because I know that I have the work ethic to back up what I want to see, you know, but I can simply just create be okay yeah. and it and it's okay if it doesn't work you know what I'm saying like that's okay I give myself permission to play now and um and it's a and it's good and it's always good you know what I mean it's always mm-hmm. good it, it, it may mm-hmm. not um it hasn't not worked yet <laughs> but I go right into right it. um wholly ex- expecting success and let's not get that to it because you can't I, for me, I don't want to say everybody, but for me, I can't prepare adequately if I don't, if I don't see what I want and I can't, if I don't envision the success, then I don't prepare properly for it and
1: mm. it causes,
0: causes me more angst along the way, you know what I mean, just due to a lack of preparation, so I've learned to plan for success and um, That way, I'm prepared. I know the steps that need to be taken, and I'm not, you know, spinning my wheels or playing catch up. But I also surrender to the fact that if it's if it's not successful in the way that I think, it's not a failure because I deserve to play too. You see what I'm saying? I deserve to play too. And there's a certain there's a certain balance that I have now where it's a smooth groove where I just create in a, in a space of fun and plan yeah. for it to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's funny because, you know, when this episode airs, it's going to be um, in April. April for me is all about really tapping into our abundance, our authentic abundance, our financial wealth, all of that. So what I've been really realizing and finding, because I've been like, you know, um, in Clubhouse and, you know, in all the millionaire rooms and all that stuff. And that has really been the commonality is two things is to the mindset, like really having that mindset for success. And then also creativity, creating a solution to a problem. Like that's really the the missing link. And you You really have to be in a state of play in order to create, in order to get inspired, in order to have those ideas. Because when you're stressed out, you're overwhelmed, overworked, none of that is getting through to you. Like you're in fight or flight, you're in survival mode, like create, like you said, I don't got time to create. Like
0: what? (laughs) There's no space. There's no space for me because what I will say is when my back was against the wall, everything I did was from a place of lack. So there was no space, there was too much on the line. And I don't know if that was because I was responsible for a whole ass person. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's because Mm -hmm. I was a parent or or because, but I felt that type of pressure before I had him. It just magnified after I had my son. I felt Mm -hmm. my back has been against the wall since I turned 18 and was out. You know what I mean? Like I've always had overhead. I've always had to get this done. I've always had a bill that I was responsible for, and never given myself permission to to dabble in anything other than uh, mm-hmm. providing. So I think the reason why it was so hard. I know the reason why. Um, one of the reasons why it was so hard, uh, besides the emotional tax that had been on me just from taking L's back to back to back, um, mm-hmm. per- personally, I think. It was hard for me to create because i was operating from a space of lack and that's why the year that i started was so pivotal for me and of course hindsight is 2020 i didn't see that while i was in it girl while i was in it it was a fight but looking back on it i realized that that year i became financially responsible because there was no extra you see what I'm saying? So I was accountable for every mm-hmm. dollar. I had to be responsible for every dollar. I had to um, stretch myself. So now the reason why I can say this is going to be successful is because I trust myself with money.
1: Oh, there you go. You see what I'm saying? So it's That's not, you that, can say you the
0: mantras all day. You can say, I I am abundance. I, have, I am good with money. I, you could say that all day. But for me, I could say, this is how I operate. I could say those things all day and the seed won't take root. I could t- attempt to plant a seed, you know what I mean? Every day, the mm-hmm. seed won't take root for me until I am tried and true on that thing. I Meaning I can call myself anything, but you don't know who you are until pressure is applied. You see what I'm saying? So I had a full year of pressure before COVID where I had proven to myself that money—that not only could I attract money because I—I I sustained. You see what I'm saying? And I saw the money come to me that I that I just didn't right. know that that Hail Marys. You know what I'm saying? But I had also proven to myself that I would do right by money when she came to me. I would yes. nurture her when she came to me, and that I would multiply her when she came to me, and and so. Now, when I say those things and I plant those seeds, I water them from experience. I literally, you know what I mean? Some things are walks of faith because you have no frame of reference for it. But for me, yeah. my experience with money is that I have proven to myself through a particular season, however long that season is for you, you know, it might be a couple of months, might be a year, like it was for me. But in a season, I have proven that I am good with resource. And so I welcome resource. I know that when she comes to me, I will multiply her and I will apply her adequately to my endeavors. And that's why I can play from a, a childlike space because I know it's like investing. I know that I have a bottom line that I'm not willing to cross. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't Mm -hmm. work for me, any anything past any loss past this point. Um I'm gonna have to shift from this is a new business endeavor to this is what I personally want. And that may allow me to continue or it may allow me to say, you know what, this is where we pump, this is where we cut our losses, but this was fun. You know what I'm saying? And now Mm -hmm. I have something new that I make that I might not be able to produce in mass right now with the way that I'm doing it I have I've had several products like that where it was great and it was good and I still use them but I haven't found a particular vendor that I can purchase the products from in mass in order to produce it in a way that is profitable for me and Mm -hmm. that type of stuff doesn't hit like a loss anymore you see what I'm saying I sell mm-hmm. up until I sell it up until I can make my money back from it. I cut my losses and we move on and i don't I don't see anything as as a loss anymore, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just wow, it's a mind shift it's just a shift in mindset, but again, that's because I went through a season where I proved to myself that I lack nothing mm. and
1: I'm curious what did that flip? feel like from that struggle bus year right to now really kind of stepping into your abundance and feeling secure and feeling safe in money
0: first and foremost I want to be honest and say that it was ugly and it wasn't what I had watched on tv and it wasn't
1: Mm -hmm. one
0: day no I, I just I woke up one day and I said nobody's gonna save you but God you know what I'm saying, and I had a very uncomfortable, I call it my Mr. Dan moment, and then when he climbed up, and he was yelling, I called it my Mr. Dan moment. And and um, I had really, I had a very uncomfortable conversation with God, and I was like, you know, you don't owe it to me, you, you've got, at that point, I didn't even have, because I was hurting so bad in so many different areas of my life. And now at this point, I'm doing therapy, um, which is pulling back layers. And I'm running a business, you know, I'm very wrong. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, instead of saying, instead of seeing it as look at all the ways that I have been covered up until this point, look at all the ways that he has shown himself in, in your life up until this point, it was how could you have let all these things happen to me? You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I was at that point where you know I was resentful and couldn't see. And so one day I just had a very, 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 you know, you we can call it a heart to heart for the sake of the show, keep it PG. But that shit was ugly. You know what I'm saying? It was a mm-hmm. very um a very uncomfortable conversation. And I just said, um, I am, I am, I am, I am seeking your face know I'm undeserving and this is the way I was speaking at the time like now I know I am you know what I'm saying at the time mm-hmm. I was like I know I'm undeserving but if you could just show I pulled the Moses move I was like listen you ain't gotta even come in my house just pass me by you know like just just pass by here for a second and so you know how God is still in small he's a big burning bush I always thought that I was gonna be driving down the road and see a billboard like Taisha I got you like you know what I mean like I was looking for these big external things and what I realized is that during that time I was building my spiritual practice I didn't know it I was just so low and I was Seeking him every night before bed. So I was reading the word before bed. I was praying. hard. I was waking up with him because I needed it to get through the day on my lunch break. I was talking to God. You see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't realize what I was doing when I was doing it. So I don't know the day. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the day mm-hmm. that the shift happened. I don't know the moment. I don't have one of those stories where it was like this thing happened. I I clawed my way out of a pit. You know what I'm saying? And it was mm-hmm. just one mm-hmm. foot in front of the other. And I attribute it solely to my spiritual practice because before that I didn't have one. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. like I would say my prayers every now and then where I would pray really really hard when shit hit the fan you know what I mean like mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. had I didn't have a relationship with him which means that when he was showing up I couldn't I didn't know it was him because I didn't know the vo- mm-hmm. I didn't know the voice of God and of course it's different from everybody but I didn't know the way he speaks to me so mm-hmm. I was and that's and, I, and again it's still so beautiful because that's the definition of blind faith you know what I mean like I had I felt abandoned I felt like he you know wasn't listening to me I felt resentful but I still there was still something that told me that he was there because I had experienced him as a child so I knew God was Mm -hmm. real do you see what I'm saying I knew he was real I had experienced something that confirmed for me that there was something bigger than us but before before that I had my mama's fate and my grandmama's fate and do you see what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. I just did the things that I knew to do that they told me and it was in that season where my money was funny and my career was trash and um it was just a dead end job, just to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? It was in that season that I developed a real relationship with God, where I where I read up on who, the character of God and who He really was, and then He started. I started figuring out how He spoke to me, and then it just was a gradual and between the, my spiritual practice and therapy somewhere i got enough of a confidence to say if everything you've ever been taught was a lie, what would that look like? What would question everything Mm. look like? You know what I'm saying? So you can question whether or not um, law school is for you right now. You can question um, whether or not it's, disrespectful to question some of the experiences that you've had as a child without feeling um like you're disrespecting the elders you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you can question um you can question god and he won't punish you or strike you down yeah Uh, you can question and as i started asking those questions he started to reveal himself in certain ways about my, 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 um, my habits. You know, I I started to realize like, you are good. Your heart is pure. You do, you ain't got shit right now, but you making a way out of no way. Yeah, Like, you know, I just, between therapy and God, my self-talk changed and I saw myself different. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't Defeated, I just simply was in a pit. This is this is temporary. Then it stopped being like my life sucks, and it was just like, oh, like I'm in a pit, you know, like just a Mm -hmm. season. Like, all right, Mm -hmm. so what you gonna Mm -hmm. do with this? And then as. You know, like, it it all came down to how I perceived a particular, and if you say that you're a conqueror, and if you say that you're a lender and not a borrower, and if the Bible said, not you, meaning if God says these things about you, how are you showing, how is that showing up in your life? You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I decided to get on a plan to pay off my debt. I decided to, you know what I'm saying? Um... Discipline my child differently. You see what I'm saying? I decided Mm. to, uh, you know, I just decided that you know what? I'm a business owner with a nine to five job to fund my vision. My bank account to this day Mm. is is nicknamed funding the vision. You see what I'm saying? So instead Mm. of saying, "Oh, you're a single mom with a shitty job," it was, "You're a business owner with a job that injects, you know, liquid asset, liquid cash." you know what I mean like that's it it's a this is a cash injection you do what you have to do like I just started speaking different and yeah once I looked at myself different things were different that's that's (laughs) that
1: shift right there once you started looking at yourself differently things became differently because our perception is so vital what we look, what we see when we look in the mirror, what do we believe our thoughts, what are our thoughts feeling about yeah. our beliefs? You know, like we have to look yeah. at that. And you ha-
0: like, um, you know, when I, when I look at something, I'm like, oh, sh- you should have been done that when it comes to the business. And I just have to, like, mm-hmm. it's, there was no blueprint for you to do entrepreneurship. You, it's unfortunate. And I wish that I had had, you know, legacy resources but I don't so when I when I when I make a mistake or to me I reframe it and I say okay this was due to ignorance you, ch- you simply did not have the information to make any other choice than the one that you made that's unfortunate mm-hmm. you get I do the Beyonce thing you get 24 hours to cry about that shit and then we got to figure out how to either fix this or make this work for us until we can do mm-hmm. something different literally straight up like you don't have it hurts it sucks because it's unnecessary a lot of the things that I go through mm-hmm. right now and I'm, and I'm so new in business too but a lot of the things that I hit right now are due to ignorance or lack of capital so there mm-hmm. are some times where I may cut a, a la- three things on top of you know ignorance a lack of capital then there's um a lack of time So I find myself like most of the time when something bites me in my ass is because I cut a corner. Either I was trying to save money or I was trying to save time. And, Mm -hmm. um, or I just didn't know. The the not knowing is easy or it's easier for me to swallow, you know, because I just Mm -hmm. simply didn't know. Um, That lack of money shit bothers the hell out of me because money comes to me really good you know what I mean, and yeah. I do really well with it. So I, I'm more upset with myself when that happens because I'm like, you, it's that was due to impatience. You simply could have waited until you could yeah. stomach that pause in a in a different way, and and you wouldn't be here right now. And then the lack of time bothers me too because it's out of my control. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Parenting, single, um, I, I the bulk of the nurturing, um, you know, he's with me. of the time and so sometimes I'm too tired or sometimes I don't have the time to adequately research or and so that bothers me too but you get 24 fucking hours and then you're gonna figure that shit the fuck out and it may take me two months longer than it takes another business
1: owner you know I I just say no but that's a part of your Mm -hmm. journey and that's a part of your story though that's what we have to realize you know it's like we can't, we can't, we can be inspired by someone else's blueprint, but we can't absorb it because then that's where the comparison, that's when the lack comes in. And so we just have to accept, hey, listen, this is my path. This is my trajectory. You know, my story is going to inspire someone else. So I got to walk in my, in my, in my story. I got to walk in my truth. I
0: mean, we we know, and I'm telling like, so we're not quitting. Like you're not going to stop, right? Okay. So wrap that shit up. Like, you know, you want to call your therapist, but you want to pray about it, do all the things, but you get 24, maybe 48. I haven't had one that's, I haven't had a gut punch yet that has taken me two days, but you get 24 hours okay. to soak about it. And then you got to come right back to that office chair sit down and now, and then I become obsessed with how to get myself out of the damn mess that
1: I put myself Mm -hmm. in.
0: So I don't really have time to, it's in, it's in the still quiet places where you got to be careful. So it's like right before bed, you know what I mean? Where Mm -hmm. you got to put into play what you said you were, you see what I mean? Because during the day I'm trying to figure out how to fix what I done messed up, you know what I mean? Or I'm trying to fix, you know? know a particular problem or I've hit a roadblock and I'm trying to fix how to move forward and so I just throw myself into addressing whatever the issue is and that's easier for me Mm -hmm. but that quiet time is when like I said when pleasure pressure is applied for me that's when that's the test of my faith you know what I'm saying that's when I gotta Mm -hmm, start mm -hmm. speaking over myself um, based on what I know about me historically because i may not have shown up in that moment like that you know what i'm saying and what i know about my Mm -hmm. god and i don't i try not to internalize like you're not you're not lazy you made a very lazy decision that we now have to pay for like i even the way i speak about my what i do is different Mm -hmm.
1: you know Mm -hmm. I i have a couple questions for you so i'm curious being in the place that you are now right because i'm sure when you first started your definition of financial abundance was probably Trad. much different so I'm, not, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious what is your definition of financial abundance now
0: um freedom my definition of mm. abundance and so it, and you know i'm sure it'll change like i'm 36 you know what I'm yeah and um financial abundance in 2019 you see what I mean was um a million dollars you know Mm -hmm. I just wanted a million dollars that was gonna save my life a million (laughs) dollars what I know now is that if I don't have a particular if I don't have systems in place I could have a million dollars and die from stress you see what I'm saying if I'm not eating right to maintain that million dollars and I'm stressed the hell out to maintain or I don't, I'm snapping on my kid and I'm, you know what I'm saying? And my relationships are shaky. Uh that shit ain't worth it to me. Like dead ass. I passed up on a million dollars to have peace and and help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah. financial abundance for me right now looks like freedom. It looks like time. It looks like rest it looks, because mm. again, everybody has this cap, or no, some people never have a cap, you see what I'm saying, like, you have this number that you think is going to give you, afford you the ability to take a nap, and breathe easy, you know, afford you the ability to to travel, or what, you know, like, we all have this number, um, and so I'm fluid with that number, because I I recognize that, like, when I hit my first million, I know that it will I'll feel lighter on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that I'll have freedom in certain respects, and that and that two million may require something that I'm not willing to give. You see what I'm saying? Like I understand mm-hmm. what bondage is. I understand in a in a way now, both spiritually and you know, physically, meaning like student loan debt is is physical bondage. You know what I mean? It's not <laughs> metaphorical, like, but um I don't want the um I don't want anything over what is healthy for me and my family. You know, so mm. it's, it's mm. a it's a healthy freedom. You know, that's how I had I would define it. Cause I'm not taking the two million if if the one has every aspect of my life, you know straight i'm just not it's not worth it it's not worth it i know people um i know people who have very affluent parents who are healing from them Mm. you know what i'm saying um and i know people who are healing from a lack of financial stability so I get it you know what I mean it's necessary um my money is necessary I don't want Jacob to have to start life out like I did with the ball and chain of student loan debt I really don't you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying um if that's the route that he should choose to take I don't want him to have to do it in a way that that binds him you know that is it's slavery it, it, again you know what mm-hmm. I mean in a it's in a in its purest form you know so I get it there has to be there's got to be a dollar but um you know I'm fluid with it
1: Mm, I love that I love that and something else I wanted to bring up because we talked about it a little bit last night but um Being that you are a new business, right, and you're still learning a lot of things you had mentioned, you know, um, you had kind of took a bit of L within the whole tax area. So I know that story is going to be very helpful and insightful for people who are also starting businesses and still trying to figure out, you know.
0: I want people to stay in your damn lane. Like there are people who went to school for this that do this thing let them do that thing for you okay pay them because what happens is I ended up paying for it anyway like you you Mm. see what I'm saying I ended up paying the money on the back end that I would have paid on the front end and it wasn't as much it wouldn't have been as much and I would have had time to like heal from that oh that was a large check Mm. you know what I'm saying so I would just say and that's that that's not just the tax thing that's not just the tax thing. Like that's than anything, the marketing, the, whatever, the, the, you know, the photography, I have just learned to just stack your coin and pay somebody who's, um, that's their gift. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It'd be like somebody trying to make, um, it'd be like somebody trying to make a skincare product and not necessarily having the time or the education to really like practice, you know what I'm saying? So, and then over, you know, putting too much of something in and, and now you got to fix that and now you're spending just as much money as you would have to buy the product. You know, of course, that's the analogy that makes sense to Mm me Had you bought the product that was made correctly from someone else who does that you spent that much if not more on the back end correcting an issue. So that's my damn mm-hmm. tax situation. Okay? It is I ended up <laughs> trying to cut some corners on the front end and ended up staying. but now God is so good. I didn't spend any more than I would have up front, you know what I'm saying? But on the back meaning by the time I paid a CPA to fix this shit, it was no more money than than what I would have paid had I gotten him, you know, at the mm-hmm. right time but it hurt more because I had to drop like good money like there were mm-hmm. way there's a there was a comma in there you know what I'm saying like like <laughs> and numbers were <laughs> over three you see what I'm saying like that's mm-hmm. a lot of money as a new business owner as a single parent like and but it's no more than what I would have spent had I had I called him up when I was trying to to save some money because I wasn't trusting um, that it wouldn't break me mm. and, 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 and you can't do everything you know I have somebody now that I that I pay to do my sales taxes and I was like, God I can't afford this every month I pay the CPA mm-hmm. to do it and, I, and I'm like you could do this yourself and what did I do cry Shut the laptop down. Picked it up for several days and tried it again, and just could not do it. I wasted good time that I could have been preparing for another endeavor that I've got coming, you know, going on. Yeah. And I simply could have paid her before. Now we're in a crunch time. Thank God, sis. I love black women. Thank God, didn't <laughs> charge me any extra. But I caused her extra angst. Know what I'm saying? Mm. Because now we're in the 11th hour and I need this done yesterday. um Because I literally all, sometimes revert back to a place of lack. D- I paid this girl, let, let me tell you, I paid this girl yesterday at 11 o'clock. I made that money back by two.
1: Mm. Do you see what I'm
0: saying? Mind you, just two days mm. ago, I was saying, "Lord, I can't afford to give this lady fifty dollars th- a month to do my sales tax. I can't. I can't afford it. You just don't want to. Mm. You just don't want to because you all sometimes revert back to thinking that you've got to hoard because you're gonna. You lack. You see what I'm saying? I, I have to yeah. do that thing. You lack nothing." So what does God do? He said, Okay, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna fix your ass. You and you done stressed out for a whole week. Even Jacob said, Mommy, the numbers are, he's just turned six. He said, Mommy, you you gotta close that laptop. Mm. Those numbers are bothering you. Cause all he could see was oh the fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I was stressed the hell out trying to get the sales tax stuff done. And I'm like, girl. People do this. That's their ministry. That's her gift. Like, go to her, book it, pay it, <laughs> and know that it's done and it's done right, and it will come back to you.
1: Mm-hmm. P- yeah, and it all goes back to what we were talking about last night: is what brings you peace. What's gonna keep you? Uh, what does
0: American Express say? Some things you can't put a dollar on. Like, getting somebody to do your tax stuff for you, especially when you're in a, in a goods or a product-based business where you are addressing, in some respect, taxes monthly, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have to see the CPA once a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. I'll bet you she's going to get that coin every month, every month from here on out, because it affords me the ability
1: to be at peace. Yeah. Period. And peace is valuable. Peace is valuable. My, son, my son, he
0: knows. He knows that mommy. He 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 would rather me write this lady a check <laughs> because he's doing okay. virtual learning. He started kindergarten in the kitchen. He it matters to him that my disposition is is divine. It matters to him. It, mm-hmm. it you know what I'm saying that I'm innocent. That my overall um baseline emotional state is peace like it matters because we are around each other all the time you know now more than ever Mm -hmm. now more than ever so um yeah y'all better get your life together and pay them tax people listen
1: Amen to that. Okay, listen, I got a phone call with my my accountant today, honey, because I was like, I don't have time to play these games, especially, you know, like you said, just stepping into that lane of entrepreneurship. And what does that mean? The
0: CPA, um, he said, he was looking at my spreadsheets and everything that I keep. And he was like, this is really good. I was able to use everything that you were manually doing. He was like, you got to give yourself some more credit. Like straight up, I used everything that you gave me you know what I'm saying? To file your taxes. Like, mm-hmm. so where did this idea, like he was, I was like, excuse me, you're a CPA, not the licensed, uh, counselor. Like where did he discuss? So He was like, where did this idea come from? Cause I had, because I had spoken so critically of my bookkeeping, he himself had prepared, you know what I'm Right. Like, he was like bracing, right? himself. He was bracing himself. And he was like, where did, where did this idea come from that you, um, didn't have the right systems in play and what I realized is 2019 that year Mm. that I learned how to cross every t and dot every i and account for everything and and I figured out how my brain works with you know like I'm not a um excel guru so I had to figure out like what would work for me so that I could see it and and input it in a way. And of course, just like any entrepreneur, I struggle with time. So when it comes time to like, you know do your receipts and inventory and all that, like I wait too long and then I'm mad about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I promise myself mm-hmm. every quarter that I'm gonna do this weekly and then weekly turns into monthly, you know what I mean and and then it comes down to I do mm-hmm. it quarterly and hate myself, you know like every I gotta I gotta do my books for the last three months. but when a stranger, tells you that something you think that you've braced them for about yourself not only just doesn't exist but that but that it actually benefits you the way you operate and then you get to attribute that to a season in your life where you literally were in the hole like that thing came full circle you know what I'm saying
1: <clears throat> you learned your lesson. Right.
0: Like that thing came full circle. So I would just tell people like, um, you will that that shit will um nothing will be wasted, like God says. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing will be wasted. He will use that thing that you went through in that particular season later. You know, and if you don't get and if you don't recognize it, he will put somebody in play that will remind you that. That's why you operate the way that you do today because of that season that you think was, you know, where you were in a pit, you know? So I don't know. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. I'm maybe I was looking too far into it, but I know one thing. I know them spreadsheets came from being broke and this gave <laughs> me that I was, you know, that it was good. It was good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And those are the times where you could be like, it was good for me that I was afflicted you know what I'm saying? Like you hit them with that thing. Like you, you, you know, you put some respect on that shit you went through,
1: you know, Mm, mm, I love that. It really
0: made you better. You know, it's unfortunate that I wish I didn't have to. I wish I had parents that were an accountant or, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who could have, I wish, of course I wish, but, um, I'm not gonna let nothing that I went through not
1: benefit me today. Amen damn that. Amen. Amen. Actually, I want to get into your spirituality a little bit because, you know, you've been talking about it um, just throughout the the conversation, but I know you have a very um, expanded sense of spirituality. So I'm curious, you know, what is your, your morning routine, if you want to call it, what does your day-to-day connection look like and um, how when you were talking about, you know, building your spiritual practice and learning how God speaks to you, learning how the divine speaks to you, what did you discover? You know, what is your unique language with the universe? What is your unique language with God?
0: So he gotta make it plain, you know, because I'm a stiff-neck sinner like this. Like he gotta make it plain. So so I read I every mean, I read I do read the Bible every night you know what I'm saying I journal like every other night and like I go so like I go I do fiction non-fiction fiction non-fiction so I've been able to like read a book a month for the last like 11 months you know what I'm saying and so um I I am that the way I invest in my craft is the way I invest in my spirituality. So basically, Mm -hmm. but what I, so here it is. I'll read every night. I'll journal every other night. And then that keeps me even keel. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that year that I told you where we, Mm -hmm. you know, that keeps me even keel. Um, I will read a Self-help book, so to speak, and um, I think I'm gonna. It's funny that you say that because it's been 11 months, right? And um, I think I'm a chill because you. We can get consumed with with taking in content because it's in, because we mm-hmm. want to be entertained it's like are you not entertained you know what i'm saying like we want to be mm-hmm. inspired and entertained and but if you are not applying that thing yeah you know what i'm saying so
1: gotta integrate it right
0: so i mean i'm not i don't know that i'm gonna stop but what i'm saying is i am going to take serious assessment of like i've like you, what else you need? If, if this has to just be, I guess what I'm trying to say is I am going to transition into reading it because I want to read it as opposed to reading it from a place of there's something that I need to get from this. Because mm. if I read it because I want to, I will get what I need to get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That there mm-hmm. has to be an acknowledgement that you work things out in real life, <laughs> that you apply lessons in real life you know? And so, um, but I think I invested myself in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's important for me to make sure I'm learning new tools and make sure that I'm communicating well. And I want to make sure that I'm not, um, yes, I acknowledge that these were decisions that I made for myself. Like I wanted a relationship with God. Like I wanted God to be pleased with my, with all my endeavors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do anything that's outside of his will for my life. So because I operate from that space, um, you better be making sure that you're right because it's his namesake you know like his name is on the line you know what I'm saying so we're all flawed and we're all um you know growing but I take it very seriously that I speak about him openly and attribute my success to him and that comes with a certain responsibility I feel like you know what i'm saying to to be authentic Mm -hmm. so i read my word every night like i said i journal i pray i talk to god more throughout the day than i talk to people
1: Mm -hmm. you know what i'm
0: saying like he's my best friend because he doesn't project his own shit off on me like a lot of our friends can you know what i'm saying like he doesn't have bad days with me where he's unavailable like <laughs> you know, he mm. doesn't um bring up my past in some little insidious way that makes me question my growth, you know what I'm saying, or where I am today. And I think, um the way he speaks to me is through the funniest shit, like he <laughs> the funniest stuff, like I will. Be praying about something, find it in scripture, weird ass, you know, just turn to it. You know, you pray before and you know, finally find it. And then the mm-hmm. next day, something will, the time will fall on the scripture I was reading or 23, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I would have been reading that particular chapter verse you know what I'm saying? Like he Mm -hmm. is so concerned and intentional with me that he confirms after confirming because he knows my, he knows when I'm weak, you know what I'm saying? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, so he knows that I will question the interpretation of that particular scripture, even though he literally gave it to me and it speaks to exactly what I was praying about. He knows, you know what I'm saying? And he will confirm further you know what I'm saying on that thing or um you know I'll be talking to an elder you know my great great aunts I'm very 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 close with my grandmother's sisters and um mm. I'll be talking to my Aunt Thelma and she will bring something and I'll be like hot damn you know what I mean like like it's just it, it's plain It's something that you can't question, you know, when you, you know what I'm saying? It's just something you can't question. Mm -hmm. He will give me with the business. He will give me, I am in the process of writing a business plan or, um, Mm -hmm. and he will. So let me say this. I really do feel like Black people are exposed to toxins at a disproportionate rate, right? We know that, the data is there, Mm -hmm. um, Black and brown people. So I have this vision for us to have, um, through my company, for us to have affordable access to toxin-free skincare and hygiene products on mass. You see what I like mm-hmm. we deserve to be able to protect our families. So I think that he will on a practical level, he will literally I'll be researching and he will give me the freaking stats to justify why why what I'm doing is powerful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he's that intentional, you know? And, um, it's sometimes it's real easy for me to question and be like, you're just making that out. of." If you want to find connections, you will, but if you want to find God, Mm -hmm. you will. Mm. And that's, that's my rebuttal for that. You know, a lot of people will, uh, um, chalk it up to happenstance and coincidence. And, um, Mm -hmm. that's cool. But if you seek God, He gonna answer. You know what I'm saying? Amen.
1: The Spirit okay. will answer. Sure will. So
0: whatever we're talking about, we saying the same thing. One hand wash the other
1: face. I always say, uh, absolutely. I always say you gotta ask the right questions. You ask the right questions, you will get answer. Let me the tell answer. you something.
0: One hand wash the other, but they both wash the face, and I am made better. So if I have mm. if I have to see it um as the hand of God and you have to see it as The the universe. I I don't have a problem with that. I go to the one who created the universe.
1: You know what I'm
0: saying? I don't have Mm -hmm. a problem with what you do. I don't have judgment on it. I don't. I just want you to leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) That's what I want you to do. I want you to leave me alone about how I how God shows up in my life and how I do what I do. I'm I'm, you know I'm not Mm -hmm. like one of those evangelists. You see, I'm a custom Christian. Like I'm I'm a regular dope ass black girl out here.
1: Yes, like, I love just that.
0: Living her dreams. But mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I just we gotta start leaving people to fuck alone.
1: And you do and you and you're like into tarot and Oracle cards. For for me, I think that's like I feel like I feel like we're out of place with our our spirituality uh, with our, if you want to call it religion or whatever, where it's like it's becoming more sovereign. Like we have to reclaim our lives, period. You know, and we have to reclaim our peace and and our grace. And Sometimes
0: I don't know if it's because um, sometimes I'm really skeptical. Like, I don't know if it's because we are being bombarded. Like, is it really that much judgment on it? Or is it because Mm -hmm. the algorithm shows you what you look at and then shows you the opposite? You see what I'm saying? I don't really, Mm. you know, you gotta, when I've watched those documentaries about how Facebook and Instagram work, you see what I'm saying? I also realized too, that they are, if you could sell me, if, if Facebook sells me on the fact that they can, if they tell me out of all the millions of people, whatever that use this platform, that they could make a 1% change and get people to be, to want to buy toxin-free skincare and hygiene products from um, people of color, that would be invaluable to me. And I would pay anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's what they're selling us. Mm -hmm. And when I watched that documentary on how they, on their business model and, and what social media is really doing, and they said, if you're not paying for the product then you are the product and so we are Facebook's product and what they're selling to business owners is the fact that they can tweak our minds in their favor in that business's favor so I don't I also know that I am completely enthralled in the fucking matrix because it's how it's my bread and butter but I Mm ain't, but you know, I got soul. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I acknowledge that I'm not sure if what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know that there's that much judgment and heat on women like us that are um, Mm, asking questions. And I just know that they think that's what I like they show me so Mm. and you know what I'm saying and every time I log on somebody is on their soapbox giving an opinion about you know what I'm saying like I don't know I don't I don't put too much stock in that shit you know because it's 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 fake it's not real you know what I'm saying like your feed the fact that you're fucking we could follow all the same people and your feed won't look like mine because they literally are tapping into your desires your wants your like that shit don't sit right with me so I am very Mm -hmm. much conscious and I ask all the questions I question everything so when I see a plethora of pushback on um black Christian millennials that tap into um tarot or tap into speaking to ancestors or like Yes, I know that collectively there is a shift that is opening up to have that be okay, but I don't know that there's that much pushback on it.
1: You know what I'm saying? And you know what's so funny? Honestly, on my social media, I don't get that at all. I have like an influx uh, of that, of people doing that. For me, it's more so of just like my upbringing and having right. to have like come out of that programming, also, and you know?
0: I'm also kind of leery on how many people are doing what we're doing too, like just get more mm. does me acknowledge mm-hmm. that because i am i operate in the space of paid marketing and advertisement i question everything you know that's really that's a good it. point i i tell y'all why y'all need to be using what y'all using i tell i warn people about what they put on their skin because it goes in their blood and i log the fuck off
1: you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay so I'm one, I want I do want to ask you one more question before we start to wrap up um, about twenty twenty. You know, what has twenty twenty shown you through your business, through your personal development and growth, um, through your your parenting, all of that? Like, what have you learned from that experience? And you know, still learning. We're technically I feel like energetically we're still in twenty twenty, yeah. but yeah. you know,
0: um, twenty twenty. <laughs> So here's why I'm leery on answering that situation. I've been in the house with a five-year-old who is now sick since last March, okay? Mm -hmm. March 16th, I came home. I mean, it made a break a lot of people. I um, am, 2020 made me very sad and 2020 was a release that gave me a lot of peace and joy. Mm-hmm. There was it there's a very um love-hate relationship. And I, at 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 one point I was very um light. I would speak about how good 2020 had been to me because I wanted to be respectful of of the loss that certain people had experienced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't want to um gloat or brag about what God had done for me, um, both personally and professionally, um, when so many people that I cared about were really hurting. Now I've found a great um, middle ground, which is, um, I will say that um, God humbled me and blessed me. And because I have stopped attributing I, I'm not speaking about things you know what I'm saying like God kept my life when people were dropping like flies so to speak you know what I'm saying my son never went without every bill got paid when I lost mm. my job in May you know what I'm saying which was my cash injection you know what I'm saying mm. and it has been, we have been fine. We have been more than fine. So, cause I want to see, and that's the, you know, like I want to make sure I give um, credit to how good God kept me um, mm. and acknowledge that I was scared to die every day from COVID, whether it be grocery shopping or taking my son to the park, or you know what I'm saying? And that I was mm. questioning my son started school in the kitchen and i'm not a school teacher and i questioned my resolve and i questioned my work ethic because i could didn't have a clear line of delineation because we're going from the kitchen to my office space and am i and he sees it as we're home and so he sees it as mommy's not engaging me you see what i'm saying and so mm-hmm. am i doing a good job of teaching him that and is he and am i also recognizing that you could do a good job of giving instruction and it still be hard for a six-year-old to receive because you're in his home, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Working. So it has been a very, um, it's been the weirdest of times. 2020 has really been very, very much a struggle while a blessing. And that's all, mm. I, you know, that's that's just how I see it it's been the struggle of my life to keep myself encouraged and not live in fear and know and you know what I'm saying because Mm -hmm. I take them to the park and I feel guilty you know I do a grocery pickup and the woman loads the car up and doesn't even come near me but I forgot to put my mask on and now the whole day I'm thinking that we're gonna die you see what I'm saying or Mm -hmm. you know like I go to the post office to drop off orders and I touch the door handle. Did I use hand sanitizer? You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't, I I really struggled every day in some, in some respect, like I still do. Like I'm not even going to get my first dose until next Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to this day, I struggle in some respect on a regular basis. You know, I've got to structure meetings around him being in school, and my business has doubled. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And my personal business has doubled because I think people collectively are very much open to the fact that you can get rich, luxurious, great, healthy products from people that look like you, that are made by people like you, that are specifically designed for you and it be mm. just as convenient and just as affordable and it and it be empowering because if it's the same, if it's just as affordable and it's just as uh qual is comparable in quality to what you already use, you made the choice to make a decision to address and everything that goes on your family's skin in the same way that you would be very, very um, keen on what goes in their mouth. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And so God has definitely doubled not only my exposure, but he's doubled my ability to get products to people. You see what I'm saying? And give them Mm -hmm. that choice. And so, and people are also, like I mentioned, recognizing that they have a choice you see what I'm saying you have a choice and so as as I drop this this proverbial bomb on my next endeavor which is we're going we're going to be available on walmart.com
1: yes
0: 15th what's the date again April 15th okay God has given me uh through the business given given me and and every other person of color the ability to take agency over ourselves and our family and whatever my lane is skincare someone else has fitness you see what I'm saying and they do it Mm -hmm. and they they season their healthy food in the way that we like it to be you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. we are all using our gifts and talents to protect us and I think this is going to be and again, it's God doubled my business before this venture. You see what I'm saying? And he mm-hmm. did it to stretch me to be able to be prepared for this venture. You can't go from a year like, two, mm-hmm. a season like 2019 to going inside, a, you know, to be in collaboration with Walmart. You see what I'm saying? You there got to be mm-hmm. some 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 growth, some muscle growth in between. Yeah. So I'm very excited about this but more importantly, I'm excited for where this is going. I can't imagine what he is going to um, allow me to do as far as helping people. You let 60% of what you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream. Mm. You are washing your babies with shit from people that don't give a fuck about you. I got to do what I got to do to get my the shit into the hands of my people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm. everybody's mama's not on social media. I can't do I can't play my part on a massive scale in the way that I want to if I can't get to you. You see what I'm saying? So mm. I understand what this business venture is doing. I have got to be able to 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 make it accessible accessible, you know what I'm saying? In a way mm-hmm. that gives me, um, brand recognition and name recognition. If this also allows me to scale my business at my own pace, I can down a product yes. if it sells too much, I can increase and expand a product. I can figure out what my people need and want. I can offer it at a discounted rate because of who I'm using. So, this is going to be good for us, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, and I'll take full responsibility that I moving forward, am going to be doing so much more of a better job of explaining to black and brown people why it is so important to be protective of the outer layer of your skin. You know what I'm saying? It is literally protecting your organs, especially if you are a pregnant woman. Like, Be Mm. blowing y'all. If you follow me, I will literally be bussing your head on a regular basis with the dangers of using toxins on your skin, period. Because they because when they say dermatology tested, they not testing us, sis. Mm. Black man, they not testing us. So it doesn't matter. And their scientists are not us. Their executive and board are not us. They do not necessarily care about the skin conditions that we suffer from. But more importantly, they do not necessarily care about us being protected. And so it is a struggle for a Black entrepreneur like myself to, to do what we do in a way that, um, it's hard for us to operate with a certain level of integrity. You know what I'm saying? Because it would just, it would much, it would be much easier for me to sell you a beard oil, you know what I'm saying? Because that's trendy, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or it would be much easier for me to put, um, flowers that look good in an oil because you know what I'm saying it's much harder my whole line is hemp seed oil infused it's hemp seed oil is so much more expensive than jojoba oil but bitches, regular skin mm. can use jojoba oil girl you can't if you've got you know your mm. acne and so I make products for people with with conditions and skin issues knowing full well that the the girl with regular skin or the guy who wants his beard to shine can use it too you know what I'm saying but this Mm -hmm. is for those of us who are struggling and because that is the the segment of our population that is going to get taken advantage of because you know when you're desperate you'll use almost anything skin can show Mm -hmm. up it's the first thing you see you know what I'm saying so I'm um, very protective of us in that way because th- that's that's who who will try anything once they just need relief and uh, babies. Can you imagine babies scratching until they're bleeding in the morning? Mm-hmm. So that mother is going to do anything, pay anything, to get a product that would give that child some relief. And unbeknownst to her, a lot of times we see dermatology tested. We see you know these um dermatologists and scientists on these commercials um backing some of these products not realizing that girl there is a holistic herbal product made just for you that costs just as much if not cheaper than that thing and you i simply can't get to you so this endeavor with Mm. walmart i I justify it because i've got to be able to get to that person you know what i'm saying? Mm.
1: Yes, I love that. Wow. I mean, thank you so much for just imparting so much knowledge, so much wisdom about the beauty industry, about holistic skincare. I mean, even for me, I know I'm coming away from this conversation so enlightened. I know I need to get me some products, okay? Cuz I've been working with Urban Skin RX, but we're going to have to transition. No, I, I,
0: And I tell people all the time, this doesn't have to be a complete overhaul. You know what I'm saying? You know how people Mm -hmm. are like, I'm in the gym, but I'm not going to drink alcohol because I'm watching my calories. You don't have, it doesn't have to be a strict lifestyle change like that at all. You know what I'm saying? You can get one essential product if you want to, if Urban Rx is working for your, your face then protect your body. And because, you, because again, mm-hmm. you're using this stuff on a regular basis, twice a day for life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when Urban Rx fixes you, because we all need, some people need a hard reset. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people do need to go yeah. to the dermatologist and get, um they have an infection. They may need to get a prescription. So I want to end this by saying that, like, you may need a hard reset. It's just like your computer. But what I do is virus protection. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like you need, you may need to get your shit, your system reset and use a prescription. Or maybe you have to use that um, steroid cream because you have an infection or whatever. Use your urban RX. And when that thing is clear, you make a commitment to yourself to pay the same amount of money for a product that is gonna prevent me from having to use urban RX later. You see what mm. I'm saying? Like this is it, it? it's preventative care and it's actually a fix. So I'm not saying that by, by any means. What I'm telling you is that there you have options and there's mm. a space where some of us are creating options for us. And that's all. I, You know, that's just yes. I just want you to know you don't have to do that thing. And the whole point of using any chemical or. Everything's a chemical, but the whole point of using any prescription-based product is to get you t- t- well. It's not mm-hmm. to stay on the damn prescription, you know what I'm saying? So when you mm-hmm. do get well, you use something that um, that is holistic and that is, that is natural. That way you hopefully don't have to ever go back to that thing and no, lastly, life has a real way of kicking our asses my affliction came from an influx of hormones some people will find themselves in a place where they are experiencing um, skin issues due to stress or due to an environment mm. you may move to a city that has hard water you know what i'm saying or eczema may come up so don't always think that you know Some things are seasonal, but some things just come up because of um, the conditions of life. And you can address those things um, head on at that time, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't it's for us. This is options. Yeah.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for that. Where can the people find you? So the
0: website is www.m. Naturals, emmys and marynaturals.org. Um, we are on social media, which is at munet naturals, which is M U N E T T E, munet naturals. And that name came from my grandmother and my mother. My oh, dad's wow. name was Muriel Antoinette, and my mother's name is Antoinette. So I wanted to pay to the women, wow. um, that really took care of me when I had skin issues, you know what I'm saying? And wow. um, actually. When I named this thing when I was 24, who the hell knows? You see what I'm saying? I just, I, loved, I just loved my people and was giving them props, but I chose to use the name because they were the ones yeah. who helped me with my um eczema when I was a kid. But um mm. we're going to be on Walmart.com, like I said, April 15th. If you have questions specifically about creating a product specifically for you that you don't see on the website, or you have an aversion to a particular um, ingredient or an allergy, email me at naturals, the email address is naturals at m as in Mary naturals.org. So naturals at mnaturals.org. And I would be more than willing to share whatever I know. I'll point you in the right direction, do some research for you or make a uh, and formulate a specific product for you. So, and I love to do stuff like that for the kids too.
1: Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you I love you too, me. boo. Absolutely.
0: Thank you for letting me talk about my journey. Thank you for um, allowing me to be open to change. You know, I don't like hard lines. I think the truth and and God is somewhere in the middle. Thank you for accepting that I don't have hard lines on anything and that I'm very fluid. Um, I feel safe here. And I would hope that you would have me back because I would, um, I wanna see where I am. You ever compared yourself? I would love to compare this one to another one next year yes
1: no honestly I already heard I was like we need to have a beauty episode because I had some questions that didn't come up naturally so it's okay I'm gonna hold on to we're, we're, we're gonna this. this was about abundance yes. and financial we'll so it's that. fine um,
0: we'll do an IG live for, for all the people that yeah. follow us and stuff and that would just be an
1: easy way I love yeah. that I love that I love that but we're definitely gonna have you back Thank on the podcast you. too. Then.
0: this was fun I was nervous this is my first podcast so we'll see this was fun
1: thank you so much love thank you thanks for listening to this week's episode if you like what you heard today please subscribe and leave a rating or a review now don't forget i'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30 minute energy reading so be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected